0: What's up everybody, it's Dan, Binder Boneyard. I'm actually outside, I don't know if you can hear all the background noise, outside uh, on the Cummins Repower Cruise 2018. Just got to the Diesel Power Products uh, shop here in Spokane, Washington. And I know I didn't make a pod for Saturday, so I knew I had to bang one out for today uh, for you guys for Monday. So, um, yeah, so I'll just uh, give you a recap. I got to the first location on um, Thursday night um, in Idaho Falls. I just crashed in the parking lot, uh, the Walmart, slept there, and... uh, you know got an early start because uh the driver's meeting was at seven at the uh at the holiday inn or whatever the hell the hotel they were staying at um so went there met everybody um got the itinerary and then um started our drive it was really pretty nice uh, cruising through a lot of beautiful country and i've been through montana before so i know what uh what i'm looking at and and uh so we went to bozeman that was our first stop um there was a fuel stop or two along the way or p break or whatever but generally the group traveled pretty good they actually hauled ass um quite a bit of the time these guys just make these little 2.8 cummins is just sing most of the time so um made good time got to bozeman went to the um overland cruiser shop checked out their toyota conversions that they're doing um looked at some pretty nice land cruisers uh met up with a scout guy there uh mark uh, i'm sorry mark i spaced your last name uh beautiful scout 800 that he um built pretty much from scratch because the canadian scouts are just terrible they're always so rusty and beat 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 so um he has a 2.8 Cummins in that with an AX15 5 speed. It's just a perfect little setup. Um, I posted several pictures and videos of it on my Instagram feed. Uh, so you'll have to go check that out. Uh, it's really, really something else. So um, he sent me an email with more pictures and more details. So I'll be putting those out here before long so that you guys can feast on those because I know you were all interested in it. Um, so that was that, Spokane. Then uh, hopped back on the highway and went to Missoula. Uh, and that's where we caught the hotel. Um, this time I crashed in a uh, quality inn, which I really like. Um, they got good breakfast and the rooms are nice. And it was like $60 less than the Holiday Inn. So yeah, I'm no dummy. Uh, so yeah. Crashed at the old uh, quality inn, had a good dinner, and uh, called it a night. Got up early again, started out, um, and uh, went uh, up into Montana, went up to the reservation, the Salish uh, Kootenai uh, reservation, went the Kootenai River. Um, Head all the way up to Kootenay Falls, um, which is funny because an old girlfriend I had—it uh, was from there. So uh, there we go, more girls and intertwined in my international life. Um, and so, uh, yeah. So the waterfall was spectacular, and the truck did great. The truck's doing fine. Um, everybody else's rigs were doing great too. Uh, I got to shake hands with old Ian johnson from uh extreme off-road if you guys remember that show he has a couple other shows um he has his own show um now called big tire garage um so uh he will actually be on the podcast later um i'm gonna catch up with him we're gonna talk to him about um the scout build they did on xor and some other future stuff and you know Not a ton of, nothing real heavy, but uh, we'll talk to him about some things. So um, yeah, so anyway, so checked out the waterfalls, took the rigs up to a fire lookout way up on top um, of a pass, and that's where I ran into my first bit of trouble, or the only trouble I've had so far was uh, my truck overheated, Um, and some of you know or don't know, I don't have a fan on it. I have no fan whatsoever on the engine and that's because the electric fan rubbed through radiator core and uh, it stranded me almost. So I just threw an aluminum in there and my fan didn't fit on that because it's thicker. So I had to improvise and just not run with a fan, which normally doesn't cause a problem. This time climbing these grades, going slow and clawing our way up the hill, it uh, created A lot of heat and so the truck overheated bubbled over pretty good but it didn't do it till it's the very top so that was good um but then we came down and uh everything was fine went back through saw there's a ton of internationals in montana and i'm sure everybody's gonna get mad at me for saying that but take a trip to montana these things are laying around everywhere and uh (coughs) excuse me same with idaho they're everywhere in idaho too So, um, yeah, it's just, I wish I'd brought a big trailer with me, but anyway, so now we're at Diesel Power Products, uh, getting ready to have some barbecue, and, um, everybody's talking Cummins diesels and trucks and everything else exciting, so, um, I'm gonna cut it off for now, and then, uh, we'll interview Ian a little bit later, so, um, thanks everybody for your support, and, uh, check in soon. What's up everybody? Dan, Binder Boneyard. We're in the uh, Off-Road Power Products building, uh, enjoying some barbecue and looking at uh, some pretty awesome rigs that they're putting together here. Um, I have a guest. I know how much you guys enjoy guests. Um, This is Ian from Ian's Big Tire Garage, and you might know him from the old days at Extreme Off-Road. we all know the scout build that he did uh, back then uh, for the show, and we've seen it float around Facebook a few times, and um, so, so I'd like to thank him for taking the time to uh, talk with me. So, Ian, um, first of all, let's tell everybody why you're talking to me in the first place. Um, we're on the Cummins Tour. So. We are on the
1: Cummins Repower Cruise 2018. Yes, we are.
0: So I've got the 12-valve in my pickup, and uh, I know you looked at it a little bit earlier. So um, we had a Scout on the cruise earlier. What did you think about that?
1: I love the 800A because that was the same as the Scout that I built on the show. I just think the 800, I mean, it's just got a cool look to it, and I think they're neat-looking Scouts, and uh, that one was super clean, Mm -hmm. and uh, it was a really cool build too, really well done.
0: Yeah, Mark did a great job on that one. Um, and uh, I know you guys liked it because my Instagram blew up when I when I posted some pictures of that. Everybody was messaging me wanting, uh, you know, hey, take more pictures of this or ask him about that. So um, I know you guys loved it and, um, and that makes me happy because we have one of the 2.8s in our shop right now going into a 61 Scout. Um, and speaking of 61 Scouts, there's one here at... This get-together, put together by a guy out of uh, Pendleton. Uh, I don't know much about it, and he's not much of a, a social media guy, so this is the first time I've seen it in person, um, or seen it at all, I'm sorry. But uh, it's also 61 uh, on a TJ, or I'm, I'm sorry, JK frame, and uh, did a great job. It's super awesome. Have you got a chance to look at that one?
1: I have not had a chance to look at it. I've been busy walking around looking at the uh, Power Products, uh, craziness that we're in right now where there's where they sell diesel products off-road products and then apparently have full gym memberships for everyone and and it's just I'm just I'm in awe of the uh, sheer size of this building that we're in right now so I haven't had time to go and look at it yet but I will before I leave
0: yeah this place is uh, it's palatial if you want to give it that term it it's an old uh, brick warehouse and uh, they've turned it into a massive uh, uh, parts facility uh there's a shop the downstairs is all uh, sales staff and and then upstairs is this massive gym that would make your hometown crossfit gym look like a playpen for your kids like this place is nuts i'm, I'm starting to second guess my career path <laughs>
1: <laughs> should have got into diesel products yeah so that should have been the key right there
0: exactly so um So speaking of getting back to the Scout stuff, um, when you guys did your build uh, on your 800A, what, um, maybe take me back a little bit, why did you choose that rig to begin with? Was it a, um, a viewer request or did you guys just pick it because you liked it?
1: No, legitimately someone messaged me on Pirate 4x4 and told me that they had bought a Scout 800A that was rust free and that they wanted me to build it. And I said, there's no such thing as an 800 that's rust-free. And he said, no, it is. And I said, well, if you bring it here and it's rust-free, I will buy it, and we will build it on the show. And he brought it down from Ohio, and sure enough, there was one little bit of rust in it. So, uh, so we built it. It was a great truck, super solid.
0: Yeah, I've seen it recently on, on Facebook. The guy's been wheeling the tires off of it, and uh, it's, uh, it seems to be holding up pretty well. So um, did you have a... So for for anybody that's out there that's building an 800 themselves, is there anything that you remember from that build? I know it was a while ago, so you're gonna have to reach back, but uh, anything that maybe you thought second about or you didn't maybe next time you'll try something different, like maybe a 2.8?
1: Well, I mean, maybe now, but back then they weren't out. I Mm -hmm. knew that no matter what, when I built that, it came, it was a four cylinder truck. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I was gonna leave an international motor in it, it had to. So I bought another Scout two, mainly for the axles, but then also for the 345 V8, and that was what had to go in it, because I kind of knew that if I was going to do it, it had to have an international, we're going to put an LS in it or something Uh stupid like that. So um, maybe now I'd do a 2.8, but I would still be on the fence about doing it. I'd probably still put the the IH V8 back in it, because it was just such a cool motor. It's tractorishly crude, (laughs) it's easy to rebuild, it has gobs of torque, you know, the truck's not big. Uh-huh. So when you put the V8 in it, it just works so well. And it was a great truck. And then we, the kicker to that one, which made it even more fun was when we did the fuel injection conversion on it. We, uh, we actually had it run on E85. So we went through the hassle of getting it all tuned for E85. So, you know, we could play up that whole corn binder, burning corn <laughs> kind of thing, which was super cool. But I mean, I drove it a lot and it was, it was a fun truck. It really was. It's one of the ones that I honestly wish I still had that truck, um, but I'm glad to see it out wheeling a lot, which is cool.
0: Yeah, no. The guy that's got it now, he really uses it, and he, he posts pictures of it um, on the various Facebook pages, and it is. It's good to see it out there. Um, I guess when I watched the show years ago, I didn't remember that it ran on E85, so that's. Uh...
1: Yeah, it was just something different. I mean, no one.
0: I mean, it was available, but it wasn't like common. Mm-hmm. So
1: when we did the EFI conversion, I just sort of asked the guy, and he said, "Yeah, we can do. E80, we now do E85." And I just thought it'd be kind of fun. And it really wasn't that hard to do. It's just there was yet a different sensor that would kick on. And, and it was a little, a little different. I mean, nowadays, if you did a modern EFI system that was a little bit more advanced, it'd be easier to convert back and forth. But uh, yeah, it worked pretty good. It was a great little truck.
0: Yeah, that's... That's definitely something to consider for you guys in the midwest i know being on the west coast i don't see a lot of e85 at my local station but when i was in ohio a few weeks ago it seemed like every station i stopped at had a e85 pump so i don't know it's if it's a regional thing or what but uh, but no i think that was cool that's a that's a neat tie in there with the corn binder <laughs> corn burning corn that's funny so um you know i really don't have too many other questions uh is there any potential IH stuff in your future, if you can talk about that, future builds. Do you wanna do another Scout or would you like to try something different?
1: I would do another Scout. I, I think they're cool. I think the reality is, is we're, I'm running out of old iron Jeeps to find cause they're getting harder and harder to find. And I think there's a lot of really cool old Scouts. I've always liked the, the you know, the, the one that you're driving, the crew cab truck. I think those are so cool. I just think they're cool trucks. Um, I think finding them is a little bit harder than it used to be, mm-hmm. but I think it's... Uh, I love the look of them and I think they're, they are, and I think especially now that they have that diesel tie-in and now that there's these, these R2.8s and then even a bigger crate engine in the future from Cummins, who knows. I think there's probably definitely going to be a, another, another uh, international build in my future. I can tell you that... Uh, I can't give you the whole story behind it, but I do know that there is a... Uh, there's going to be another TV show that's going to be coming out this fall that they are doing an international uh, scout on, and uh, I flew out to help them sort of plan it out and to uh, eliminate the possibility of an LS engine going into a <laughs> going into a scout so uh, they're going to keep it harbor- they 're going to keep the IH power plant underne- underneath the hood, which is I think what needs to happen for sure
0: yeah i 'm looking forward to that. I know we had talked about that earlier today and and uh, I got the inside scoop and i 'm sorry i can 't let you guys know that either but uh, It's going to be great when it comes out i think uh i think everyone's going to be pretty impressed with that so um i guess that does it for for this round of questions and um again i appreciate you taking the time i know you're busy so thank you and um you know maybe maybe you can buy some parts for me in the future for your next build
1: absolutely (laughs) hopefully so you never know and if you're not uh if you're not on cummins cruise this year maybe it was great having you this year and i it's a shame you're leaving early but uh You know, if you're back next year, we'll wheel some more. And then who knows, maybe there'll be even more scouts on the cruise next year, which will be even cooler for sure.
0: Well, if I got three of those 2.8s on the floor right now at the shop, so there's a good chance that I will be back in uh, a Cummins-powered something. And and it it might be a scout or it might be the old faithful black truck again. We'll see. So anyways, um, everybody, thank you again. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Five star review it. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. I mean, everyone's mom loves me. So, um, you know, just uh, I really appreciate the feedback. You guys have been great. Um, I hear your questions. I get every every response from you guys. Uh, I look at and I take note. Um, so keep the feedback up. Um, uh, follow along on the on all the socials. Binder Boneyard, pretty much on all the platforms. So, um, thanks again, guys, and uh, talk to you soon.